Marketplace is supported by Palo Alto Networks, delivering a next-generation security platform designed from the ground up to prevent today's advanced cyber attacks. Palo Alto Networks, the enterprise security company. Visit paloaltonetworks.com for more information. Marketplace is supported by Emerald Data Solutions, whose board docs web applications are designed to help governing bodies operate more effectively by eliminating paper and streamlining board packet processes. BoardDocs.com. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. I said a couple of weeks ago we were the best-looking horse in the economic glue factory. You remember that? Well, it turns out I was more right than I knew because China and Europe just don't got it anymore. Also today, ballerina Misty Copeland from our road show, How We Learn to Stop Worrying and Love the Numbers. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Duff and Phelps, the global valuation and corporate finance advisor, balancing technical knowledge and market insight to help clients make sound decisions. DuffandPhelps.com. And by Ring Central, cloud business phone systems designed to meet the needs of today's mobile and distributed workforces. Learn more at RingCentral.com. In Chicago today from the studios of WBEZ, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Great to have you here on this Tuesday, everybody. It is the 21st of October, and we will begin today with a little game of economic would-you-rather. Nothing salacious here. It's a family program after all, but the spirit of the game surely applies. So here we go. Would you rather have a Chinese economy growing at the relatively paltry rate of 7.3%, as we learned today, that is its slowest growth rate in five years, Or would you rather have a European economy in its third recession in just about the same length of time? We asked Marketplace's Tracy Samuelson to consider this cheery question to start us off today. Which of these stalling economies is a greater threat to us? China is the world's second largest economy, but Europe's an important trading partner. So whose troubles hurt us most? If I was picking, (laughs) I would be picking Europe. Ken Smothers is a professor at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School. He says Europe tends to buy pricey goods from the U.S., like machines. You know, with China, not only is it a much smaller trading relationship, the margins that we get with what we're trading is a lot different. Our biggest export, for example, is soybeans. So slower economic growth in China matters less to the U.S. than the slowdown in Europe. In addition to exports, Gary Hefbauer with the Peterson Institute for International Economics says Europe can also impact our stock markets. Things look depressed in Europe, so European shares are cheaper. So that's going to ripple over to U.S. shares because some investors will say, well, let's buy those cheap European shares instead of the more expensive U.S. shares. Hofbauer says Europe's been dragged down by the debt of its countries and a lack of agreement on how to combat its sluggish growth. On the other hand, China's slowdown is at least partially by the design of its leaders, says Nicholas Consonary with the Eurasia Group. So while many investors are fearful of the slowdown... I think it is very clear that transitioning into a phase of slower, more sustainable growth is a healthy, and not just healthy, but also necessary adjustment for China. He says a more stable China with stronger consumer spending could actually be good for the U.S. in the long term. I'm Tracy Samuelson for Marketplace. 
If you drive a Toyota or a Honda or a Mazda or a Nissan or a BMW or certain kinds of Ford, Chrysler or General Motors vehicles, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has a message for you. Get your airbags fixed. Owners of more than four and a half million cars are being warned that their airbags, those things meant to save your life, can in fact explode, sending not safety but shrapnel at drivers. Investigators are looking into four deaths that could be linked to the defect, and globally recalls over faulty airbags date back to 2008 and involve some 14 million cars. And Novosafo reports getting them all fixed can be a tricky problem. The Japanese auto parts supplier Takata manufactured the airbags at the center of the recall. Some 11 automakers relied on the company because there are few other choices. Takata is the second largest of a handful of suppliers. It complicates things because so many manufacturers and models are affected when one supplier supplies that many cars. Jack Neerad is executive marketing.